0: Hey, welcome back. Uh, I, uh, I'm glad to uh, be able to talk to you a little bit today about uh, uh, some of the cyber forensics tools that uh, uh, would be part of what you would be using if you were part of a, a digital uh, cyber forensics team. Um, <clears throat> the uh, y- you should be exposed already to some of the tools as referenced in the in Nelson's book on uh, Introduction to Computer and Cyber Forensics. Uh, this. Uh, uh there's several different uh, uh, video segments and modules that uh, can give you a much greater appreciation than just talking with it but I encourage you to not just stay focused on the couple that are assigned but to uh, actually dig into a few of the others just so you can get some uh, greater understanding of how those things work um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple toolkits that you need to need to have um, <clears throat> there there is a, a um, uh, last couple months there was a, uh, an incident within the Department of Defense, uh, basically a, a, a bomber had flown from Barksdale, uh, uh, I'm sorry, from uh, uh, basically uh, <coughs> upper state uh, North Dakota uh, down into Barksdale uh, um, Air Force Base, which is, is uh, down south, and it had accidentally been loaded up with nuclear weapons, and uh, basically there was a rough six-hour period of time when the Department of Defense, the Air Force, had found itself. Uh, unknowingly where these particular items, these bombs, these nuclear warheads, had been placed and where they had gone. This major incident, news, news media hit, hit up on it and started chasing it. Well, it turned out <coughs> that procedures had been put in place basically to make these things work, uh, the tools, um, but the people didn't follow them, and, and that's, it, would turn down, it turned out to be completely human error. And and how this particular incident happened, and so, so uh, you know, today's talk is just a little bit about talking about the tools, getting back and reemphasizing about the disciplines that are needed to to uh, exercise these tools and put them in place into your investigations. Um, there are a number of different uh, ide- uh, three major type of tools that we need to address. One is the processes. Uh, these processes are ones that, that you in, in the, the state of uh, cyber investigations will have to develop or research and find as part of a team collectively come together and agree procedurally how you're going to work through each one of the investigations. There are some best practices that are established in several different cyber forums uh, and each one of these can be uh, identified and put to use to some form uh, to help in the process and collection of the investigation, the crime scenes that uh, you get involved with. Uh, As you do that, retain records and and for yourself and your own uh, uh, self-discipline is actually make that part of your, your standing operating procedures. Uh, <clears throat> there are some some cautions to doing that because as technology change, staying confined to one particular way of doing things has limitations, and you have to be aware that uh, you know that there are others that are working around to to bypass or to n- negate your ability to discover these things using these tools and these processes, and so uh, <clears throat> you you too have to be creative in your approach, but I encourage you to to look at the processes. So that's the first tool that you've got to leverage against uh, in terms of conducting your investigation. There's a, a laundry list of uh, physical items that you can find under several different forensics um, um, uh, forums or activities and these lists of uh, physical items that uh, you would you would need in order to establishing your your own lab your own ability or are basically a good uh, um, uh, small computer um, a toolkit it includes screwdrivers, wrenches and, and uh, uh, items that help prevent um, uh, basically discharging electrostatic electric uh, electricity into computers um, and help you basically disassemble and assemble computers as you work through it. Um, wire cutters, um, needle-nose pliers, uh, several types of Torx bits, and there's kits that you can actually buy that are that are oriented towards com- uh, most of the small computer or small uh, uh, electrical system uh, workstations. That helps. Flashlight, uh, a mirror, a small one that allows to extend that you can technician's mirror that allows you to look inside of a, a particular compartment or into things uh, without having to completely disassemble them. Uh, hemostats that uh, keep things together, um, <coughs> The I mentioned the static wrist strap uh, that helps prevent uh, electricity or shock uh, transitioning from yourself to the computer, um, and, uh, hard disk uh, jumpers that basically connect a, a large or small uh, hard disk into uh, to, between each of them, spare cables for all the different types of devices, floppies, IDE, SCSI. Uh, and in today's environment, USB is a, is a big one. Uh, <clears throat> basically, um, various types of uh, um, clamps and, and conditions and latex gloves to keep the fingerprints in and out or off of all the different components by which you're working, working with. So, so there's an array of uh, some of those uh, physical tools. Of course, you're going to need a digital camera. Uh, and uh, a digital recorder, probably and your pen, paper, and uh, in order to, to as uh, has continued to emphasize, document, document, document the process of conducting your investigation. Um, <clears throat> so that gives you a kind of an overview of the physical tools that you would you would take and carry uh, into each one of your investigations. I want to take just a couple minutes and just talk uh, briefly about uh, you know s- some key types of software tools. So you have your uh, first tool being your process of procedures, your second tool being sort of your forensics toolkit, and then your uh, uh, your digital forensics toolkit is this third component then, uh, that you would bring into each one of the investigations. Uh, some of these items have been mentioned, but uh, I want to just talk about them briefly. The first one is the dim- disk imaging software. Um, and this, this particular tool uh, helps you actually get a, uh, basically a picture uh, and representing of what is comprised within that particular disk or that particular f- uh, file or, or, or hardware component. And basically it allows you to, to get a, a, an actual picture a, of what it looks like. It can give you different types of data uh, related to the, the information contained in And it helps you see the file structure and several different other components um hashing tools as is mentioned in the previous video is used basically to help uh, uh, qualify uh, verify that uh, the uh, uh, the copy that has been made, the one that's being utilized in the actual investigation is uh, in, indeed a factual copy of what uh, <coughs> transpired um, on on uh, the machine that's being investigated so um, it allows basically a a, a comparison and qualifies that yes this is the same file the things that were done to this equate basically it, it is an equivalent exact copy of the previous file. Uh, there's a number of different file recovery programs that uh, <laughs> that you will need to get a hold of and, and it depends on the operating system that you've, you're going to be functioning under but that uh, <clears throat> these uh, data recovery um, as uh, file extensions get removed or file extensions are masked um, <clears throat> saying that it's one type of file versus another. It basically allows uh, uh, look looks uh, through the contents, the electrical contents of the file for pattern recognition towards different types of file types and helps actually reconstruct that. It also uh, can be used in in what may be damaged uh, files where files that have been, uh, uh, or a piece of hardware that's been crushed uh, basically uh, allows for uh, extracting and and making suggestions on how to fill in the blanks of a particular file so it doesn't give you an exact representation always of what it was but it gives you a, a close proximity and is a, a very helpful in terms of trying to identify what has, has been out there and it's used quite frequently in, in instances where people try to re, uh, basically erase their files <coughs> uh, off of their computer and in fact what actually happens is they erase a registry of the file but portions of the file still are retained within the the overall hard drive or the storage device and can be retrieved uh, via the uh, file recovery programs. Uh, Software and hardware write tools, and in in this case uh, these are tools that help you base uh, basically, uh, transition from uh, different states of the software or states of the hardware. Uh, computers comprised of primarily hardware, firmware, and software. It's uh, three different primary components. Hardware is the physical stuff that typically doesn't uh, doesn't change, but there are some conditions by which, Uh, those can be manipulated or bypassed and these tools would be helpful in working through a bit-by-bit transaction as it occurs, is processed through a different piece of the hardware within the overall computer system. Um, The uh, Nelson uh, Manual on Introduction to Computer Cyber Forensics uh, actually is designed towards leading uh, to a a, uh, uh, certified Uh, engineer certified examiner's uh, uh, manual. It's uh, basically leading you to the point of being able to take that certification. Well, there's an entire uh, number of tools that come with that particular uh, uh, certification and those uh, uh, type tools are used in terms of uh, being able to, uh, as an examiner, break down and, and provide the details of what the file structures are, types of files, quantity of files, and be able to sit, set and focus the uh, conditions. And so there's a number of reports that come in, in that with the what's called the encase uh, system, the encase tools that are, are delivered with Nelson's uh, package. And then finally, uh, PC Inspector File Recovery. Again, um, this uh, is another uh, recovery uh, application, and basically it's... Uh, Uh, a a tool that is used in in helping uh, basically uh, rebuild a PC. So if a PC has stopped operating and and it basically helps identify where some of the the, uh, conditions and the registries and uh, uh, the um, operating system had been corrupted and shut down and tries to reverse engineer that and then bring it back up so that you can actually start gaining information out of it. There are hundreds uh, if not thousands of these type of tools uh, used for lots of different purposes uh, within the forensics community have been tr- able to transition them to find goodness out of tools that are intended to be look for loopholes and, and for other ways of extracting information off of other people's computers uh, the um, uh... The, your core role in looking at all this is in thinking about cyber forensics tools is establish your own procedures Um, work and develop those processes, build your own forensics toolkit. get the physical items you need to be able to successfully go and work through the investigation and finally ensure you got some good quality tools that you know on the software side to be able to go in there, extract and uh, provide a a qualified case to the prosecutor, investigator or defender that you're working with uh, on your uh, particular uh, case. Thanks. Look forward to seeing you next week.